Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Clear Industries, in association with Rhinestone Radio Podcasts, is proud to present Old Hollywood Realness. Brought to you in vibrant podcastoscope for your listening pleasure. Join your hosts Kathleen Null and Philip Estrada as they recap Hollywood's dazzling darlings one film at a time. And now, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. You look really cute. I love that oh, you're even wearing the drag queen jewelry. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> my mom always taught me that, you know, when things get really rough, you should turn your frown upside down by dressing up. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, <laughs> that's what I did about uh, two thirds through the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't blame you at all because this one. Um, so anyway, let's go ahead and. uh Let's uh, introduce this Mobro. So this is All Hollywood Realness, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the glitz and glamour of the silver screen. That's right. <laughs> I'm Philip Estrada. I'm Kathleen Knoll. And this is the first of the OHR minisodes, the Stinker Series. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, that's never um, going to get old. <laughs> no, not like not. not like the movies themselves. <laughs> Okay, so um, just a little backstory. We love movie. We love old movies. And yes, they're amazing, and we love celebrating everything about them. And there's not all of them are going to be winners, guys. Yep. <laughs> and um, this one, this one was not. <laughs> No, not um, at all. And we had I, actually fairly high hopes for it, just I based on like, okay, well, here's the thing. So you, we got the <laughs> Warner Archives, uh, and uh, oh, it's in the Strong Woman collection, which we'll talk <laughs> about that a little bit later. And then you see this gorgeous, it's like Lana Turner's on the cover, I know, and she's got some like, amazing outfit with beads, and you're like, yes, uh, ma'am, yes. sign me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's so not to watched, like, right? Yeah. What's not like? We watched The Prodigal from 1955, starring one Miss Lanta Turner. And it's, I mean, it, what's, it has everything that a great movie should be. It's from MGM. Right. It's a biblical epic, which I don't know how I, what's, I don't know how I feel about biblical epics. How do you, how do you feel about Uh, biblical epics? I have always found them, I, I've always found the whole swords and sandals film situation to be a real slog. You know, and mm-hmm. that that uh, you know, as someone who who was raised Catholic and they love their drama, I just always felt like this <laughs> stuff was way overrated. Um, uh, I I actually don't. I, yeah, I the, the ever, only time I ever took an interest of it in, was when they mentioned on the celluloid closet how they actually tried to play up uh, when Charlton Heston, I believe, was in. Uh, what was it like the ben, 10 commandments or ben something ben her and then they yeah, were like trying to play has... it like lovers i was like oh now i want to watch it again that's different yeah, you know that one and... has a big old like sub <laughs> subset like a yeah. like a sub storyline of like a gay innuendos and stuff but i never i've ne- i don't think i've ever seen um 10 commandments all the way through yeah. i've seen like and i don't I, think i barely that I've got ever through seen, any like, of them i never saw ben her i don't think i've ever seen God, most of them, to be honest. I've seen like the old vintage Cleopatra with the Claudette Colbert, which is amazing. Yeah, but, th- that's uh, amazing. But like a lot, a lot of these, again, we we was talking about shoehorning. These feel sort of shoehorned into like yeah. 
you know, where it's like, we, we need to do, like, they always feel forced. Biblical yeah. stuff always feels forced and well, not, this one, I think not this like one it should be there. Definitely, yeah. And this one was definitely like 10 commandments came out. It was, it was a yeah. hit. This was kind of like, there was, and I think that also too. So, um, just a quick, a quick, uh, rundown of all of, of the credits. So it was the prodigal 1955 from MGM directed by Richard Thorpe, costumes designed by Herschel McCoy. And I got to give a huge shout out to our boy, Sidney Guar... I'm going to say this wrong, because I already have. Um, <laughs> Gu- <laughs> Guar Laroth <laughs> for the hairstyling, because the hair in this movie... And oh, the, wow. And the beards, the beards yes. in this movie were yeah. top-notch. Yeah. So That's what's has, so weird. I mean, it's yeah, like, beards, it's weirdly conflicting. Like, <laughs> And the production value of this movie was pretty top-notch. Pretty so, top-notch. So our main cast was Edmund Edmund Purdom as Micah, the main character, and La, as I said, Lanta Turner. Um, I'm just. You might want to say La, it's it's Lana Turner for <laughs> anyone for who, who may may have never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah those who are googling, her name is Lana Turner. There's only That's one more, T in that. So. It's more fun to say Lanta Turner. <laughs> um, she plays Samara, who's a high priestess of some weird cult. Um, and then there's um, some random dudes. James Mitchell plays Ash Asham, who's a mute manservant of our main guy Micah. Um, Louis Louis Calhern is Narib, who's the high priest of the same of the same religion that Samara is the high priestess of. And mm-hmm. then there's this guy Neville Brand, who's Rakim, who I'm not really sure. It's very weird. Um, very weird about who is the king, who is the high priestess. It seems priest priestess. It seems like they're all kind of. In charge, but not in charge. But I can't. It's weird. And um, then there's also some. Uh, there's another guy named Joseph Wiseman who plays Carmish, who is kind of like this Aladdin-style character. Who he's in charge of all the beggars, and he knows everything in the city. It's it's a strange one. Um, yeah. And then there's also this chick, Audrey Dalton, who is the the jilted betrothed named Ruth, who was it's. This movie is strange. It's just it's a strange movie. It's basically the prodigal son uh, uh, thingamajiggy parable where the guy goes um, away from his family and he falls in love with with Samara, who's the who is the high priestess of this strange religion that a uh, pagan religion that. It, r- r- worship some random thing it's a goddess of love and then he goes through all this stuff spends his fortune on trying to woo her and then eventually has some come to jesus moment and goes back to his goes back to his family who is like overtly jewish and they're all old testament it's very it's a lot of like um jehovah and all of this reference to the old testament and you're just like okay this is not a great movie. <laughs> Everyone got that, kids? You yeah. still awake? So, you yeah. still awake? You still yeah. with us? Yeah, I think there were definitely moments where I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Was, I think at this point, I really almost wanted to paint my nails. Like, I it just... Was, <laughs> it was, it's, and then also, you have to think about it, and I hate... I, You know, it's like, and I don't want to be... I don't want to be the podcast that shits on stuff, but right. this was a, like a pompous movie. Pompous is the only way to think yeah. about this movie because it was like just from minute one it was like the guy the main guy uh, Micah was just he 
was like super pompous, super arrogant. Yeah. Just the way he was acting, you were just like, oh, oh yeah, get down a notch. Like, this movie was so far up its own ass, it could see <laughs> out its mouth. <laughs> yes, it definitely was. I but, mean, really. <laughs> but the costumes but, oh, were pretty shiny. Amazing. Yes. Watch oh, this movie goodness. on mute, guys. Watch it on mute. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I you? did. I, I did, and that's how I made my lovely uh, Lana Turner montage of costumes that you'll be yep. seeing later on our website. <laughs> we will definitely, I'm definitely going to post this. It's a collage of Lana Turner. Oh, that's really all that matters. It's I Lana, mean, Lana, Lana, more Lana. If it wasn't for her, that that movie would have been completely unwatchable. But instead, yeah. it's just it, it really is just a fancy piece of crap. So it's yes. really great. I mean, truly, that's the best way. It's very fancy, and it's a piece of crap. That's and. Uh, <laughs> Just, you know what I'm saying? It's like that. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> terrible. So I mean, according to uh, uh, so let me just run through some facts. So I mean, this was not only a bad movie in its heyday, but it was also like a really bad. I mean, it was. I uh, sorry, it's not a bad movie just now. Yeah, it's always been a bad yeah. movie. Yeah, this goes and way back. Don't I mean? And it was our fault for judging it based on the production stills. <laughs> I mean, bad on us. Well, yeah. <laughs> so this one definitely. I that mean, being said, it rarely, rarely has actually steered us wrong, Philip. Like on, the, yes. usually I we mean, we actually see production stills and we end up watching something and we're like, "Where has this gem been all of our lives? It's amazing." I know. So we I watched mean, it with high, high hopes. And what? Yeah, I mean, you see production. Okay, MGM 1955, and mm-hmm. you see production stills like that. You're just like, okay, we're in for a treat. This must yeah. be a hidden gem. And then you see it, and it's just bad news bears from ta- from like moment one. And um, according to there is a r- article written in Variety in 1954 that said, and I quote, "With rather empty characters to portray in the screenplay, the performances by Lana Turner as the high priestess, Edmund Purdom, the prodigal, Louis Calhoun, the high priest of Baal, and." Most and and most of the others in the huge cast are hollow and generally uninteresting. Almost the only note of character warmth is to be found in the romance between the mute runaway slave James Mitchell and the high priestess slave Tiana Le Elg, which actually was the most interesting part of this movie. Was that yeah. that that relationship? Everything else just felt so cardboard, and it was sad. But yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. <laughs> I remember reading something uh, about the uh, the feeling of like all the movie sets, like the paint being wet on the movie sets. And that's definitely could... <laughs> the feeling of like everything just has just literally been put into place right before they said action, you know? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. I feel like they were like, the Bible's hot. Let's yeah. get on. Let's, let's get in a Bible movie. Yeah. That's what we need. But you know what? That is true, though. I mean, like... It, you know, we did Calamity Jane, and it's like that that time of the 1950s, man. They loved their westerns, and they loved their Bible stories. It was all about that. They were rooting and exactly. for and, all that, you know? And think about it now. is like you can't, you can, you can't go in. There's not a week goes by that there's not a superhero movie that's yes. in the theaters. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, they're just like, what's working? What are the three ingredients that are working? Let's just throw them together. Let's just cram them all together. Yep. I'm honestly surprised this wasn't a musical. Just <laughs> right? I like, know. <laughs> like, let's just. Like, that was the only thing work, missing. Bible works, like, and bright colors work. Let's go for it. Oh, my God. It was definitely, it was a tough one. But, okay. Okay, so Lana Turner plays this high priestess, and she has some amazing costumes yes. in it because apparently high priestess were well dressed in the um, the early 
well, the BC days, bef- well, before Common Era. Oh, my God. And they had some fierce, fierce hair. I did a lot of screen grabs I mean, of that hair. Because, wow. They, wow. She had, and also, by the way, I love the fact that in biblical times, they also had girdles, too, because she was Mad cinched girdles. in. She was cinched in so tight. <laughs> I was like, yes. And um, the beads were so heavy on her first outfit when... When there's a speaking part between oh, her and the that? high priest. What was that? I can't yeah. hear you. What was that? I wore these Thank for you. the occasion. I wanted to do that. I can't hear yeah. you. <laughs> it was so obvious. Clattering. Like, you just clattering. It was. I was just like, damn, girl. Like, you couldn't. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I think even that same article that I read from Variety was like, everything looked like it was a burlesque act because it was all like <laughs> side hips were exposed. I and know. These, like, by the way, they were amazing. Like, watch it she on mute for, and just like for her outfits alone, especially for somebody who is a burlesque performer or you do costumes mm-hmm. for that. Goodness yes. gracious. Like major inspiration. Absolutely Beautiful. gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. You know? The stuff that she wore that was cool was super gorgeous. And like she she had capes that were like like shadow stripe capes oh, with like yeah. shoulder pieces. It was amazing. She, and she hair was to like, match. Hair and jewelry and yeah. those nails. You see those silver, like long nails she had? Oh my god. I mean, yeah. What you, like, it was like she Dragon was... Lady nails. I love them. <laughs> Oh so good. <laughs> she was killing it in this she movie. She was killing it. Was it. Like, it made up for so much, actually. Yeah, it was so good. I mean, oh, and she uh, could serve well, both me... Madonna and Beyonce face. Like that's what's so crazy about her face. It was like it was total. Like sometimes she looked like Madonna, and sometimes I could see Beyonce. It was really, really weird. Oh my and god, amazing and. So good. But also, and then the guys' costumes in this movie, it was like, it was like tunic toga central in this movie. And it was all like, it was just like all primary and secondary color bright colors. It was all like green and white or purple and white. And like and they bought out they bought wearing... out every single yard of upholstery tassels that they could <laughs> find in Los Angeles in 1955 because they needed them on everything. Everything. They had them on the horses, everything. <laughs> oh my I mean, Micah and I mean, Micah was just like, like the ladies will love you. Look at your tassels. Yeah. My God. Yeah. It was the eye has to travel. The eye has to travel. Lots of movement. Lots of movement. We need, we need tassels everywhere. Like just so they had like two and three plies of different tassels at one point. I was like, girl, I love a tassel. I love a fringe. I love it. Like, but you had laid it on kind of thick. I mean, yeah, uh, it was just, it was a bit. <laughs> I mean, it looked. I'm sure it looked it looks great on stage and stuff, and like in like some oh sort of. Oh my like, god! The, a funny thing happened to way the, the forum yeah. or something like a comedic sort of thing where it needs it's to like be kind of one thousand tassels for every beard. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just so much. <laughs> so much but i want to call out and i will have to screenshot it and like put it on the website because the um high priest there's this weird scene between the high priest and like the uh the guy who's not the king but kind of the king and they're having this weird thing where basically they're just like we're gonna screw over our peasants and just steal all their money but he's wearing this like tunic that has like it's like a grid of like gold it's black and then it has a grid of gold on it 
And then inside each square is a gigantic, I'm not kidding, like three by three gold pyramid stud. Yes. And each pyramid, it's like the whole thing is just like rows of pyramid studs. I was like, hunty, where do I get that? Because I need to wear that fucking, I need to wear that like, Every yes. single day. So yeah, I, I I have a yeah. big old shot of that that I'm going to be putting on my montage of tassels and tassels so and good. studs, I guess. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, oh, my gosh. But the guys' costumes were, like, amazing, like kind of imaginative for just being a biblical epic. They really kind of, the our friend Mr. Herschel McCoy really went there. Yeah. He's just like, I know it's the Bible, and I know it's sandy and hot as fuck, but we're going to be... We're going to be glamorous, boys. We're going to be glamorous. Boys with an extra few S's. Boys. And maybe with a Z at the end. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was, was, it, it was yeah, it, it was definitely like, I mean, and I think that this is what's so interesting is that this was like, I feel like this is a, you can almost feel like this is at the tail end of MGM and their grandiose like is it it's the MGM right who did this? Yeah, it's yeah, like, it was MGM nineteen fifty five. Like I feel like this is so, like I mean, their because a lot of their stuff they did toward the end. Like this is sort of the end of their like the, their sunset of like grand musicals because you didn't yeah. really see a whole lot after this and after like after that they just they got more and more like to be more of a slog. I feel like the more you try to yeah. watch them like after this period, um, you know and. Uh, it's it's heavy, but at the same time, it's conflicting because you still have that amazing like MGM costume quality. Everything is fitted yeah. so perfectly. The extras look and the amazing, and yeah, the production, the, the production value values are it. It so good. Like again, yeah. if you watch it on mute, it's it's beautiful. It's it's weirdly beautiful and delightful, and you can tell everything's very theatrical. There's a lot of fake jewels. There's a lot of glued on like like gold braid and a lot of like painted trims and stuff, but it's like, but it's still, everything's like thorough, you know? I mean, they, every, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I love that you got the, I love that you still got the clattering jewels. Like you, (laughs) yes, you know, that's the thing is like, actually, you know, so that's the other thing too, is watching this. Uh, First of all, I was, I was, I'm a little pissed that this was in the strong woman collection of on the Warner Uh, archives because, because, uh, fuck you! Like that's not. <laughs> Wait, do that's not do like, I need to play the sad trombone uh, please, again? Please, <laughs> please. Uh, little sad trombone for the fact this is in the strong woman collection at Warner Archives because no, ma'am. <laughs> she is not a strong woman. There is so much objectification of every uh. fucking woman in here. Not one woman in here is not objectified. It's ridiculous. It's a t- yeah. It's a it's and if a it's the strong one, I mean, woman collection because of Lana Turner, like she dies in a pit of fire, like she she sacrifices. Which is, kind which of is you know, if you gotta go out, you go out in your best <laughs> outfit in a in a in a ring of fire. I would <laughs> literally <laughs> diving in like high dive yep. style into a ring. I mean, of fire. she was I mean, she was about she was in the process of getting stoned, and they were pretty close to that face, and yeah. she was like, ah, oh, 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 no, I'll do this myself. <laughs> She's not like, the face. Not the not money the face. maker. I got this. And she just swan dived yeah. into that fire, which was epic, in all of her beads. Yeah. Like that, that outfit, was, that last outfit was amazing too. It was pretty glorious. It can gorgeous. almost double as a like Vegas you. wedding gown because it was all like <laughs> white <laughs> appliques. 
carefully placed yeah, with beads. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah. So um, yeah. So there. This this one was this one was a tough one. Um, according to her biography, um, in her biography, it said the prodigal son named they named Micah, and to play him chose Edward Purdom, a young man with a remarkably high opinion of himself. His pomposity was hard enough to bear. Worse yet was the garlic breath he brought back from lunch. Ew. This is according to Lana Turner's. Ew, in this Autobiography. Good for you, girl. Yeah. You tell us like it is yeah. because you seem to be the she only said, one wait, like holding that this. movie up. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, listen to this. My lines were so stupid. I hated go to go to work in the morning. Even the costumes were atrocious. They were ornate concoction concoctions dripping with heavy beads, and the material was so stiff that I felt like I was wearing um, armor. Well, I thought, I may be trapped in this picture, but I'm going to make myself as sensuous, sexy, and gorgeous as possible. Yes. And she did. She did. Okay. <laughs> that, that is wonderful. That is, I mean, you know, you know yeah. I think that's kind of one of the great things that kind of came out of this movie is the sort of the gems of like the people making it knew it was a stinker. It wasn't just us. So this is where, you know, like we almost feel a little guilty sort of like talking shit, you know, because believe me, we love our movies. We love our people who make these movies. Mm -hmm. But it's just great to know this is validating to know that they felt just as bad about it as we did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, according, I'm just going to keep reading all the stuff that I found. Please do. um, Later said, later said he hustled Lana Turner into playing it. And the story, the sorry fact is I liked the script. I thought it would draw an audience. What I forgot was that Cecil B. DeMille had an exclusive on the Bible. Poor Lana swayed her way through the film, but it was was a hopeless task. The script was lifeless. Dory, Dory Sherry later in the, uh, called the film the biggest and most embarrassing failure and the worst film I ever supported wow. in his time at MGM. Yeah, the film the film did poorly at the box office, resulting in a loss of seven hundred and seventy one thousand dollars, six point nine five million dollars in two thousand sixteen money for MGM, according to studio records. I mean, that is a massive failure, like massive failure, which is a shame. Whoa. And according, apparently, he tried to pull out. He wanted to like scrap it, and they had already spent two hundred thousand dollars on the costumes. And I was like, that is a lot of money on the costumes. And you can wow. tell they oh, look yeah. amazing. The cost the movie looks amazing. It's just a big old Wow. Big That's old amazing. So yeah. we weren't the only ones feeling that but, <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, let me just go on record as saying is is that I wanna get one of those giant bull snake statues for my uh room. yeah just for me to like kind of like lay on top of or sensually you know just to receive guests oh you know? yeah <laughs> this <laughs> bull-headed man thing with a serpent it's i feel like every home is not no i want one. that whole like makeup lounge <laughs> area where she like puts the makeup on her little prodigy and like hangs out and like does her costume change yeah. like i want to hang out there yeah it's great it's a yeah, there's definitely some good. Oh, and and the movie, hair. So. I mean, if you are somebody who's into hair, yeah. hair and it, it is just flawless, yeah. amazing. So if you ever, so if you ever have a weekend where you have hysterical deafness, watch yeah. this movie. It'll be you'll love it. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, what's or going if on, you're looking for you'll... some sort of like high priestess burlesque kind of inspiration, that would be good for yeah. like 
like I said, if you, if you do burlesque costumes or anything theatrical and you're looking for something that's sort of that like high camp priestess, like biblical, I mean, absolutely perfect for this. Just what yeah, was that? I'm I can't actually, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Poor Lana Turner. Oh my God. With that fucking oh, it was she, like something out of But Angie you know Bay, what? She delivered so her face was the calm stillness of a Hillary yeah. Clinton face she, during the election. It was, <laughs> it was, it was the face that all women can do when they know that they are just in the face of shit. They're just like, no, there's almost it's like a runner's high. They're just like, no girl, no, I got this. You know, <laughs> that's her. She's in the zone. It's great. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It's funny about her costumes and burlesque because, um, then those like vintage fifties, like burlesque, that's basically what yes. they were wearing. Like when they got down to like their, their, you know, pet bait, that's what they would wear kind of above their tassels would be that sort of like center front panel with like a belt. And then they play with the skirt, the front skirt and the back skirt and like really yeah. tease with it. And you see it on a lot of girls still to this day who are doing kind of like a vintage burlesque thing. It's kind of, that's kind of the thing. Well, remember even that. And it's yeah. so funny that he, Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> I would, I would, <laughs> no, just you reminded me. You remember that one scene where she even has like a like as I clutch my pearls. Um, remember when she's like talking to the little girl and she's like changing her costume and she's she looks like she's yeah. wearing like a like almost like a purple like sarong dress with a, you know with a cape over mm-hmm. it and she's like oh I have such yeah. a great body servant which whatever the fuck that is and she like takes oh. off her cape and then like her little bottom skirt comes off and she's basically wearing like a little yeah. like mini Trojan soldier like pleated skirt underneath you know <laughs> yeah she looks like something from like total burlesque uh, from, like, uh, yeah something that like uh, like would have been in like Clash mm-hmm. of the Titans or something from the 80s where it's like that short toga skirt you know dress. if they it's did so like funny. a version in Atlantic City and like <laughs> as like a yeah. dance routine <laughs> It would have been that. that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, um, well, but, you know, the whole story, I mean, we kind of glazed over the story, but just so you know, the guy does go home. Everything's yeah. okay. He didn't, he's, I mean, he did waste his entire fortune on this, on this girl who eventually jumped into a pit Whom of Whom he tried to buy you know, in the first place, like a piece of property. You know, I mean, like this is but this is all the, bad I, all around. Like no, like I feel like she's not to blame. She has just pretty much been treated like an object through the entire thing. She's just the prettiest object in the movie, you know. Oh yeah, but also I love the fact that like her his betrothed wife, his like his yeah. betrothed lady is just like she's fine with this whole thing. She's just like okay, she's like bitter in the in the beginning, but then when he she comes back, he comes back. She's like, yeah, it's cool. I'm glad you had your time away, but now you're mine. I'm yeah. Like, oh. Cool. Also, like, her uh, first outfit, like when I started actually doing like screen grabs, I like I had a like I was like looking at pictures of her, and then the first pictures of Ava Gardner. She looks like uh, uh, Lana Turner. Oh my gosh, I did the flip again. <laughs> Do not watch other documentaries while you're watching this movie on mute. You're just gonna get confused. Okay, uh, so but she looks like they have her dressed like the Virgin Mary. Like her first outfit, she's like yeah, in a it's... blue dress with a white veil, and she's like. Got long, yeah, dark it's... hair. And I'm like, okay, so you gave up the Virgin Mary for the horror in the beads. Like, it couldn't be more Very... literal in costume because, uh, like, the first, Very... like, you see her, and then the next woman you see is Lana Turner in her full bead priestess outfit. You know, like, please. Super obvious what they were going uh, for. Please. 
super obvious. What oh they were my going god! For. Like she's the virginal youth, blah blah blah, all this stuff. But like, like literally Whoa. down to her looking like the Virgin Mary. Like anyone who's Catholic, you're just like, ah, mm. uh, wait a minute, wait, hold on. You look like <laughs> a candle I've been looking at for all my life. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, uh, do we have anything more to say uh, about this? I mean, it was it was it was a fancy piece of crap. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. it um, it, I. It's like on unra- it's like unwrapping one of those Ferrero Rocher um chocolates and then seeing that is like it's been replaced with a dog treat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like a Cheeto. <laughs> You're like, like ah, that was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Cheetos, but this really wasn't what I was expecting. So yeah. yeah. Okay. But you so know, if I, I mean, if, if you if you love Lana Turner, I actually like her a little bit more, yeah. knowing that she was able to slog yeah. through this piece of crap, and and then a minute later, yeah, exactly. I want to watch more Lana Turner because I've read some stories about her and she seems pretty fierce. Um, and she yeah. she delivers the goods in this movie in every way. Mm. Like the costumes on her are pretty like are pretty awesome. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Um, Pretty awful. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I I also disagree with it being the Strong Woman Collection on Warner Archives. I need to talk to, unless that's a tongue-in-cheek or some sort of irony, that that was not appropriate. I would assume Sir, Sir up yeah. there at Warner Archives who decided this needed to be. I understand you put it at the bottom, but that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't. I would love to discuss what you think. Maybe I can help the... you determine what those Strong Woman Collection should be. Because I got a list, and uh, it's not we'll this one's not on it. In. We'll just slip that in. <laughs> yeah, we'll slip that into the suggestion yeah. box. Yeah, thanks very much. <laughs> put that in your review. Put that in your review of areas of yes. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yep. Okay. Well, that's basically it yeah. for us. So you guys can connect with us on social media. Uh, old Hollywood Realness on Facebook, at Old Hollywood Realness on Instagram, at OHR Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can email us because we'd love to hear your thoughts yes, on please. this movie or thoughts of any other movie that we've either Any we've others or recommendations so old- <laughs> would be good too because, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's good. It's a, If it's a good watch, if it's, it's costume worthy, but, you know, everything else sucks, it still is worth it. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Why not? So, uh, yeah, hit us up, um, oldhollywoodrealness at gmail.com. And then we got to give our huge thanks to our pal Hal Lublin for generously lending his voice to the opening of our podcast. Thank you so much. And for pronouncing my name correctly. It's freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I've had two beers. Sorry. All right, guys. I've had two beers, too. Thanks for listening. Sometimes you just gotta get. Oh, loaded. especially for this one. Do not not recommend it sober. Not recommend it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for okay. listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.